I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. From memory, you were there for the announcement of that the prequel was going to get made. Yes, I was. I was at Skywalker Ranch. Tell us about that. That was the first um, Star Wars summit in uh, November 94, and where Lucasfilm gathered all the licensees worldwide, and it was about to talk about new product development and storyline development, um, book um, development. So there was authors, um, anyone connected with Star Wars was there. And it was at the um, at the Skywalker Ranch Studios, and they've got a um, Lucas has built a beautiful Art Deco cinema. It's about four hundred and fifty seater cinema, so we're always sitting there. And I was sitting right next to Rick McKellen too, and um, Lucas had made the announcement that he just started writing the prequels, um, and also announced the special editions. And, and so, did you know he was going to make that? No, none of us. This was this was total new news, and it was kept for the Star Wars summit. That was where it first came out. So it was um, quite a moment to be there. I was actually standing three foot away from Lucas when he talked about all this. So it was like a wow moment, a real wow moment. And Lucas also said, "Look, we've also got a treat for you. We, ILM have been working on a new scene with Jabba the Hutt and Han Solo." And it was Jabba the Hutt, and he showed that whole sequence. It wasn't the voice dialogue, it was just the um, visual. And it was just amazing to see Han Solo walk around Jabba, step on his t- tail, and step over, and there was Jabba. So, it was again, it was wow, because the technology was there to do it then. So, yeah, on so many levels, that was just, you know, it was like going to Mecca. Yeah. yeah, it was almost a religious experience because, you know, you've got the man himself saying, yeah, I'm making new Star Wars movie. I started writing and there's going to be Star Wars special editions and we've got some new footage to show you. It's like too much, too much, too much. <laughs> yeah. That's but in a good way. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. like it's hard to write a better bit of well, exactly. fan, fan fiction. Well, and you're at Skywalker Ranch Yeah, at, at the same time. You know, you're there for a three-day Star Wars summit, so you're really... Um, talking with all the licensees. And what was good about that is a lot of the licensees were nerding up themselves. One of the um, publishers, major publishers, I think it was Delray Books, the lady who headed the um, book development for that company, dressed as Princess Leia, and she gave a presentation. So it was, you know, it was really good. And um, there was a whole Did huge... Did you do it via hologram? No, not quite. But yeah, um, not much of a fan. But there is a fun part to it. At the um, Skywalker sound. Oh, it, really? Yeah. Is there a fun part to this story? Totally. Because the first part of it sounded <laughs> miserable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets better. Um, as a treat, Lucasfilm put on a party in the evening at the um, Skywalker Sound um, Studios, and they built a cantina, a whole cantina sequence, and they got a lot of the, um, 
um, ILMers to dress up in costume and and Don Bees said, I think you should dress up as an Imperial officer and we'll have a squadron of stormtroopers and your job is to really harass people coming in to the sound studio. Just have attitude, be Nazi, um, give people a rough time, but in a good sort of fun way, but don't harass George, leave George alone. And so George came through and, um, you know, it was all fun. And I stopped and arrested Gordon Radley, who's head of Lucasfilm. I had no idea who he was. And he's an untouchable. But I'm there going through his wallet <laughs> and, and, and pinning him against the wall. I've got the stormtroopers putting guns on him. And all these, like, office girls are taking photos, think it's hilarious. And Don said, only you could have done that show. And I said, why? He said, that's Gordon Radley. He's head of Lucasfilm. I should have told you, don't touch him either. <laughs> <laughs> that but sounds yeah. like sounds like one of those, you know, they do those studies in, they'll get a group of friends or school children, they'll make some the prisoners and some yeah, the guards yeah, and yeah. just how they get, it seems like you really fell into that a little totally. bit too quickly. Well, maybe. But, you know, what <laughs> was fun about that, you see, we're wearing the original costumes from the movie. So I'm, I'm wearing Mark Hamill's boots from Jedi and Imperial officer's outfit. So, yeah, it was easy to be... Mm. And, in and, character. And, and you guys were talking before we started the podcast, you were looking through the costumes book, and that you guys went... I, I, I'm gathering from your conversation yep. that you had a day of just going through the archives. We had three day. days. Three days. That was in 83. We went 93. over for the San Fran... In 83? No, no, 93, oh, okay. sorry. Sorry, 93. We went over um, to... The states for four weeks, so we part of it was to go to the San Fran Worldcon, and Don Beast um, invited us to the to the ranch, and to the archive building because Don was the archivist at that time, so I was looking after all the models, the costumes, the map paintings, everything. He kind of owed us one because we introduced him to his future wife, yep. who was on yep. our committee of the convention, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, she was a Star Walking committee member. God, I can't believe you nerd pimps. Anyway, yes. Handing, so handing out girls for Skywalker Ranch invitations. But yeah, you know, you know, like that costume book you there, we, we, we actually, you know, like that Princess Leia, but we actually held it up and, and um, you know, Darren got suited up in an Imperial office. Well, that's what you outfit. had to do. You see, yeah, because you go, I've got to... We're and we were allowed to do it. I was we're talking about the Imperial Empire, really, and suddenly there's an Imperial officer in uniform there, so I've got to put that on. And, you know, you you're know, picking there's up a Stormtrooper suit laying on the ground. It's like, I've got to put that on, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're picking up Luke Skywalker's binoculars and looking through them, but and all this sort of stuff. So we're allowed to, inter- we're allowed to interact with the costumes, and so we did. And it was we took photos and slides. Yeah. We got them all. We yeah, we even took we took a video as well as you know, Unfortunately, we didn't have digital video back then, so we didn't have digital cameras either. So these days, you take a lot more footage. Mm. But it was the best we could do with what we had. But uh, uh, and of course, the archives were in a bit of a, a disarray at the time because a lot of the good stuff, the big stuff, was over in Japan for the big exhibition in Japan. So there was just stuff everywhere. But all the best stuff was in Japan. But still, there was heaps left over for us to look at. Now. We hear about the archives and the ranch so much. Like, what is the room? What is it like? Like, what is it like? Is it is it like a a very well maintained yeah. like museum or is it a shed? No, or? It's, well, it's, it's an oversized shed. It's a big. Uh, I've got I've got one vision. Whether it's just like just shit piled everywhere, and another that no. it's like the no. end of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, it's a bit of both, actually. Bit of both, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it ripped bits out to take overseas. There were some aisles that did have junk in them, but for the most part, it's all just full of shelves, like a large warehouse, really. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, just it's a barn. It's, it's a huge barn, and it's um, 
it's sealed from dust and it's controlled with the environment um, and it's it's vast and like how big like a like a 50 meter Olympic pool size bigger than, uh, bigger than that yeah oh, I'm not sure I'm not very yeah. good with measurements it, it was quite a big it was it's two levels so like um, a like a Bunnings type situation actually it's probably not a bad a bit Probably. more narrower and longer. Yeah, yeah longer now. And, yeah. and it was purpose built and mm. to house to house all the um, the props. Um, so the thing we found interesting with the whole archives is that you're coming across things that you've seen in the books and whatever else, but you'd also come across things that featured in the films for one shot, mm. for one scene. The T sixteen. Twenty twenty yep. years later, those things are still there. Yep. Yeah. And think yeah. this was in one shot in the movie, and they've kept it. Yeah, yep. it's just amazing how that would be the case. So, we saw a lot of examples of that. Oh, so, yeah. so you got played the with the little T sixteen, the sky, oh, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, we yeah. got left on our own. You know, yep. Don left us, and he actually said, "You know, go and have." A, he actually said to us, "Go and have a wet dream," and he go, left yeah, us to it. Go and boys have a wet dream, and we did. <laughs> and if the problem was because was I'm, I'm picturing like Shane coming out of the change room in the bikini. Well, actually, I, I actually came out with Michael Jackson's um, Captain Neo costume. Yeah, I, I wore that. Yeah, so. Yeah, we found that hanging around too. And there was just things everywhere. And it was like it was a lot for your eyeballs to take in. And every time yep. you walk around, you always saw something new you hadn't seen before. But it wasn't just Star Wars. It was also all the Lucasfilm things. So Willow, all, uh, Indiana Jones. Raiders. Yep. All that sort of stuff. So there's a yep. lot of mixed bag. We're picking things. up the cup of a carpenter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah, actually yeah. found five of those. Holy Grails. Like, Choose wisely. <laughs> Holy Grails everywhere. <laughs> So yeah, there was a bit of gags going on, but you know, did you have a drink out of it? That's what I just to no, make no, just to no. check oh, that that everlasting yeah. life thing. I do remember something there, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it was good to go and slide out these huge matte paintings yeah, and things like this. We picked paintings. up the ark and reenacted the scene and all this sort of stuff. It's like so you find a box, right? This gigantic box, and you go, "What well, in this box?" You open it up, and it's a torn-torn head, a full-scale torn-torn yeah, yeah, head. Just like, look back at you, and you go, "Oh, yeah, that doesn't look good." <laughs> Sounds terrific. There were things everywhere, like we found like, an entire speeder bike just sitting there. Wow! Uh, and I thought, no, nah, let's not climb on it because Shane did, as, I want as, as to. he does. And we found the chessboard, for example, just the chessboard from the Falcon. And actually, one thing we did find was like uh, Boba Fett's backpack with damage on the back, yep. which we hadn't seen before. I thought that's unusual. It must have been you didn't even see it in the film, yet they still had it. All the R two D twos, the variations, including the one in Jedi when they shoot and all the bits pop out. Yeah. In one shot, and it's still there. Wow. With all the bits sticking yeah. out of it. It's like far out. What a spin. Yeah, look, we knew we were on a hallowed ground. Yeah. And we knew it was, we were quite privileged mm. for this to happen. And we did pinch ourselves. And, you know, this is the ultimate fanboy um, experience to be let loose in the archives and play with the props and the models of Star Wars movies yeah. and the Lucasfilm stuff. So. Yeah, no, we were there for a couple of days. So I guess the the question is, uh, did you meet the great man on the grounds? I did. I did. A couple of times. Once, I wasn't allowed to arrest him, and he walked through. Um, th- th- that was a funny thing, too, because um, he made the announcement that he was going to show the footage of the new Jabba the Hutt. And there was a break, and I was standing at the back, and I was wearing an Australian um, army hat. Um, I don't know why, but I did. And I'm at the back, and the the, um, curtains opened, and I fell into the screen. And I said something, oh, God, that's fucking awesome. And I didn't realise George Lucas was next to me. (laughs) And Don came up to me later and said, oh... George was rather chuffed with your reaction. I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, he was talking about the guy wearing the funny hat and he, the way that he expressed himself. I was, oh, yeah, that's me. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Because George wanted to come in and gauge the audience reaction. Yeah. Because you know, it was its first showing. Yeah. So I think I must have given it to him. <laughs> I um, I reckon that's pretty cool that you got to <laughs> swear in front of George. You, or you always <laughs> wonder what you'd you know if you got to meet him what you'd say, but just going that's fucking awesome. <laughs> But I'm saying it to the screen, I yeah. didn't realise he was next to me, you know, so yeah. <laughs> to hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys, as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 